Welcome to another episode of Mac and Joe Talk on a Podcast. How's it going, everyone? Thanks for joining us for this special bonus episode of 2018. This is bonus episode number one. Two. two. Well, we, well, well, we had a bonus episode back in July. You're right. You're yeah, right. So. so this is technically the bo- second bonus episode of the year. Gotcha. So this will be our first holiday bonus episode as well. Yep. And just a warning, these are going to be spoiler reviews for Mortal Engines, Aquaman, and Mary Poppins Returns. So if you have not seen those films and you would not like the film to be spoiled for you, please just click stop and come back and check it out later after you've seen the films. Or if you don't plan on seeing them. Or you'd rather just hear our take on it right away. Feel free to listen as well. But again, just a warning, it is spoilers. You don't want to ruin the experience for you if you'd like to keep it that way. A couple days before Christmas, Joe. Yep. We have a, having a Christmas party tonight that we're we going are. to. We are. Uh, wishing a bunch of movies. Yeah, I wish all of you guys could, could be here at our Christmas party, of course. But I uh, hope you guys are having... Be safe on Christmas. Don't drink and drive. Wonderful holidays, of course, as well. We're going to hop on into it right now as well. It's going to be a little bit shorter of an episode, but we're still happy to be here as well. Always happy. Always happy to be here with you, buddy. Always. Um, A film that we're not going to do a a spoiler review on is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Joe did not get a chance to see it. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. It it literally, it may be the best Spider-Man film I've ever seen. It's right up there. It's 100% original. The animation is something that you've never seen before, the way the story is told. I would highly, highly recommend it. I am definitely going to see it a second time at some point. Hopefully I can drag Joe at that point to see it. It's definitely well worth the price of admission. So Into the Spider-Verse is a film that will definitely be on my top 10 of the year. Um, If you have seen it, let us know what your thoughts are as well. But now we're going to hop into the main three films that we've talked about before. You and I have kind of talked about these a little bit, but we've kind so, of been saving uh, our thoughts for yeah. the most part for this. Yeah. So these are fresh, hot takes, as it were. The Joe is the Stephen A. Smith of podcasts right now, so because I feel like he's just going to bash all of these. But anyways, <laughs> uh, Mortal Engines is the first film we saw. We saw it last weekend, so it's still yeah. pretty fresh. A week ago, though. A week ago. Not that fresh. Yeah, a week ago. I keep eating now that I'm like not working off of work for the holidays. My days are all kind of mixed up. Mortal Engines, go ahead and give me your your overall thoughts on it. Just your kind of basic thoughts on you liked it, yay or nay, or... I why. liked it with reservations. Okay, tell me, tell me about um, it. I thought it was an enjoyable movie. Um, it had some redeeming qualities. It certainly was very interesting the first half of the movie, but I thought my... It, it was it seemed a little long um, number one number two it seemed like the plot and the acting got worse as about halfway through the movie okay um, I was very interested in what was going on for the first half of the movie but once um, yeah what part did you get lost in not get lost I didn't get what, lost, lost but what just, part did you start to lose interest I in? started to lose interest when um, when they were attacking the wall. Okay. So they, I mean, that was like kind of three, three quarters sure. the way through, but the ending left a bad, 
not a bad taste in my mouth, but it was it, it, it just started to get really cheesy and the acting and the and the dialogue just started to get worse and worse. Um Hugo Weaving was good for most of the movie. I thought he was a believable antagonist. Um and then uh Shrike, who was kind of the robot guy, I thought that was a, I thought that was a good touch okay. to the film. Um it was neat to see all the flybys of the cities and you know we we saw an IMAX so it was definitely worth um seeing an IMAX because yeah. it felt like you were really flying around um all these different cities and whatnot. I thought the plot was good. Um cast I didn't really I didn't really know the uh the protagonists very much. Mostly mostly unknowns. Unknowns mostly yeah. UK actors. Yeah, I mean they weren't bad. I thought they were I thought they I thought they played their roles pretty well, but like I said, it just seemed like the direction the movie was going. Um, I had seen before and the, the dialogue between the characters wasn't really believable for me towards sure. the end of the film. Um, that's just my quick thoughts on it. I mean, I know, I know I kind of went ran through all the stuff. No, that's okay. Um, but go it's ahead. Good. Let's, it's, let's, it's, let's, uh, let's, I thought here. the first 30 minutes I was invested in the story and I thought it was an interesting concept. And then when the concept started to unfold, that's when I just got bored. I wasn't, you know. The idea of these cities kind of roaming on these machines and kind of conquering each other kind of in a futuristic setting, dystopian futuristic setting, I thought was very cool. Yeah, I saw it. And then it just didn't go anywhere. You know, it just kind of, okay, well, he's the hero and she's the hero and these are the bad guys and these are the good guys. The motivations were very generic. There wasn't kind of any deeper meaning to anything. It just kind of felt like it was the little guy kind of the rebel fighting against the machine, the corporation, London, this big type of city. So it didn't really hold much interest for me after that point. I have to be honest. Um, as far as, you know, anything else, I mean, would you be interested in seeing a second Mortal Engines film? You're just first ones. You're done. First one, you know, me and sequels, I'm not really a big fan of sequels as it is. So, I mean, the way this one ended, it was pretty... I couldn't pre- even tell you how it ended, to be honest. It was very predictable. Because I wasn't, don't even remember. It was very predictable. It wasn't anything... Doesn't it set itself up for a sequel, kind of? Like, they all, the main people kind of live on, right? And they all kind of... See, this, no, I, I saw no, it a week ago, no, and I didn't no, remember. No, Weaving died. Sure. He, he got crushed. Sure. Um, Which is Literally fun. and figuratively. He probably wants out um, of that franchise, though. But, I mean, I didn't think it was bad. Um, I just... It could. It had. It had a lot of potential to be better. Mm-hmm. Um, and it. And it. Like I said, once. Once. I mean, I liked. I liked the general plot. I liked overall. I thought it was very well done. But just. Okay. But just the last thirty minutes, the whole fight scene reminded me of a Star Wars. Reminded me of a Star Wars movie. When they're attacking the wall, reminded me of Lord of the Rings and the Two Towers. Okay. Um, when they're when they're at Helm's Deep. But you, you know? like that though, right? I I thought it was okay. Like I had seen it before. Like it wasn't. That's what I mean. Like it wasn't really refreshing. Okay. It wasn't new. Um, okay. It was just kind of similar type plot lines or similar type action sequences okay. and whatnot. Do you have a overall grade? An overall grade, I give, give it about a letter grade. A letter grade, I'd give it uh, probably a C plus B minus. Okay. Um, Overall grade, I thought it was worth seeing once. Again, we have movie pass, so I, it's not like I paid the admission for the. But I no, did have to. It's just one of your three movies. It's just one week. of my three movies, so 
We do have the AMC stubs, so I didn't have to pay the admission for IMAX. If I didn't have the movie, if I didn't have the AMC stubs, I probably would have passed on this movie. Just because you saw the reviews before? No, not the reviews. I just didn't think it was going to be all that. Because you were all about it. I wasn't all about it. You were talking about it. You're embellishing. You're embellishing. I I wasn't super excited for any movie uh, that we're going to talk about. Um, Okay. But I wasn't all about it. I was interested. I was in and was intrigued. Okay. But I wasn't like, oh my gosh, this is gonna blue movie's gonna blow me away. Okay. Um, what about you? Uh, D T plus um, zero interest in any sequels, any franchise. Um, well, you know that I like numbers, and you know that that intrigues me and stuff like that. Um, there will be no sequels to this franchise. Uh, it's a hundred million dollar movie just to make. And its opening weekend domestically in North America made $7 million. It is going to be probably the biggest loss of the year for a studio. We've talked about this before, how, um, you know, in December there's a bunch of films and there's going to be one or two films that just get swallowed up by the competition. And you and I think we're both happy that Alita Battle Angel is a film that we're both interested in seeing move to February where it's by itself. It has no competition. Mortal Engines kind of stuck it out and said, hey, we're going to be a December release. The film's not very good, so that didn't necessarily help it. But I think they're, seven, the $7 million is Well, the ratings low. were very abysmal, and I think that that played a part in, sure. in the interest in the movie. Um, there is a movie that we're going to discuss later that got very highly tabloidly reviewed that I thought was not abysmal, but I didn't think it was that great. Okay. Um, but... Um, so their critics don't always tell the whole story, but Absolutely in this not. case, I think that they do. Um, it, it got, it got terrible reviews, um, to begin with. And I don't think it ever really got, got going out, yeah, of, out of the gate. It's, um, uh, and it's a DOA. It's a dead on arrival film. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Uh, Peter Jackson was not the director of this, but he was the kind of the lead producer and he's, Mostly known for obviously Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, but before he's done, before he did those films, he was very much kind of a low budget indie filmmaker, kind of under the radar. Would you like to see Peter Jackson kind of do, as a director, would you like to see him do these bigger films, or do you want him to kind of go back to his independent type of style? I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I mean, he also did King Kong. Well, he also did, I was thinking of, um, the Lonely Bones. The love, the Lonely Bones. Yeah, the Lovely Bones. Lovely Bones. Okay. Um, and I heard that one wasn't very good, but that did have uh, Mark Wahlberg was no, in it. No, the the girl from um, Mary Queen of Scots. Sir Sharonan. Yeah. Okay. She was in it. I think. I, I, I it's been but, maybe um, ten years. But, ago I, but I that movie that. didn't get highly reviewed either. But I mean, yeah, I I. Were you a fan of The Un- Hobbit? Unfortunately, I do. I have not seen a Peter Jackson movie that has been that has been um, as prolific, as memorable, as complete of a movie as the Lord of the Rings trilogies. Those sure. to me were the ones that put him on the map. And unfortunately, I haven't seen a movie since that has lived up to the hype and the interest. Like I said, the uh, the storytelling, the dialogue, the acting, just the complete package has not been there in any of the movies that I've seen. King Kong, I didn't see the Lovely Bones. Okay. Um, this movie wasn't very it wasn't very good overall. Um, 
I, I thought it was enjoyable. I mean, it was an entertaining movie, but I haven't seen, I mean, in terms of going back to indie, he has another movie coming out that's based off of a World War One like, documentary. They shall not grow old. Um, that, it's more that, of a special event. I that think. looks interesting. Um, I don't know that I will see it, but it looks quasi-interesting to mm-hmm. me. Um, I'm mildly intrigued in that. Okay. Um, like I said, I doubt I will see it if it's one of those, um, if it's one of those special, special like uh, fathom events. Fathom or something events. Like that. Yeah, yeah, I probably won't see it if it's a fathom event. Sure. But um, yeah, I mean, we'll see. Like I said, it's 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 I I have yet to see a Peter Jackson movie that's as complete as those three. The I wasn't a big fan of the Hobbit trilogy. Okay. I thought it was more of the same um, sure. as the originals. And as we shall see later, when we talk about another movie, I'm not a big fan of kind of rehashing old stories and kind of um, taking liberties off the original series. Okay. And, and Speaking of that, that's yep. a nice transition into our next yep. film, which is Mary Poppins Returns. Joe, go ahead and give me... Should be it should be Mary Poppins Returns, unfortunately. That's what it should be. Sure, but that's definitely not what the title is. No, but that's, um, that, that's my title. Sure. You're, yes. Go ahead and give me your overall um, thoughts on it. Um, yeah. I, I have some very specific reasons as to why I Great. didn't like the Let's film. Let's hear it. Again, these are spoilers, so... Yeah. Um, it had lots of interesting cameos. It held my attention, okay. but it was like I was watching a play or a musical. It is a musical, obviously, uh-huh. but I thought one of the reasons why the original was so good was because the musical scenes, you could actually understand what the people were singing. Um, I, I you didn't understand. What I they didn't. Were I, I could barely understand what they were singing because they were singing so fast. It was like I was watching like like a fast paced car chase and like you can't really see what's going on okay um so i could barely understand what the words they were saying um i could i could barely make out the choruses um that is a big reason why i didn't like the movie i also didn't like it because it was very extremely similar to the first one now um you know me and i and i'm not a huge people who listen to the podcast know i'm not a big fan of sequels to begin with Mm -hmm. um I thought Emily Blunt did a fantastic job, um, and is it Luan uh, Lin Manuel Miranda? Lin Manuel Miranda from they Hamilton. Were, they were both they were both very very good, mm-hmm. um, but I thought it it the the plot I wasn't very interested in. I already knew what was going to happen because it was pretty much exactly the same as the original. Mm-hmm. Um, it had very similar type scenes and sequences. Um, the basic general story pretty much followed the same plot as the original. Uh-huh. And I'm kind of beholden to the classics. Um, I mean, I was very – I did show up late to the film. We won't go into that. But I did show up late to the film and I didn't even feel like I didn't even miss much because I already knew what was – Because, sure. it, because it, 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 it didn't tell me anything new. I didn't, I didn't feel like I missed anything having showed up. 15 minutes late to the movie. Uh-huh. Um, the ending was predictable. I mean, it had some interesting cameos with uh, Angela Lansbury and uh, Meryl Streep was in it. Um, but, Dick Van Dyke was in it. Yeah, yeah, Dick Van Dyke, yeah. Um, but it just doesn't hold the can a candle to the original. Sure. And I think that 
And I mean, this is a harsh criticism, but I'd be, I would be willing to bet. Well, I'm not going to bet, but I, I, I have a strong opinion on this and I believe that the original creator of Mary Poppins, the writer is disappointed right now in her grave. She's disappointed that they made this movie because they pretty much well, the original, the writer, like you're talking about like, um, the writer of the book, the writer of the book. So the writer of the book was disappointed in the very first Mary Poppins. She was not. She was, she was, she fought it, but she wasn't disappointed in it. Don't don't get Disneyfied by the Saving Mr. Banks Disney retelling of the story. It's very different. Okay. Than that. Well, in any event. But I, I understand your point. I understand your point. I, your point's well taken. It's not. It's it doesn't hold a candle to the original. Okay. I'm very much a purist, and in that sense, and it doesn't. It just doesn't. It, it didn't do it for me. I was I was when it was over. I was glad it was over. Okay. Fair enough. Um, for me, I'm sure you enjoyed it. I very much enjoyed it. I, I rewatched the first Mary Poppins about a week or so ago, just to kind of refresh myself before I saw it. You're absolutely right. The plot is very similar and I think that's okay. The very first Mary Poppins, when you just, if you take your nostalgia glasses off, it's a very simple story and it's very basic. It's her, the nanny with the kids while the parents are kind of story. While the parents are kind of going through troubles and financial things, the nanny kind of takes the kids away and kind of teaches them about adventure, teaches them about life, makes them happy. They go on these weird little adventures with their friend. Uh, it's it's you're you're absolutely right. It is the same type of story. It's very basic in that sense. I like that they didn't repeat the songs. All the songs were original. They didn't have, you know, some people will probably expect. I know my mom was expecting like super tragic. Whatever that phrase is, Jeez. and and she didn't she oh didn't get my it. Gosh. I, I like that they didn't just copy the songs. They had all original songs, all new music. It's it's going to be up there in terms of the award race. It's going to be an awards contender for sure. People like it. People love it. It's it's just a fun movie. It's 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 heartwarming. It's a good holiday film. It's, it's a good thing. family film. Okay, it's the same thing. Sure. Fair enough. So, and, and, and I want to hear a song that I can actually understand the words. Uh, you are the first person to tell me that, so that's well, interesting. That's well, let's get if, if you guys have seen the film. Slower is better. If you guys have yeah. seen the film and, and do not understand, let us know. Because if, you know, if there's just one outlier, there's just one outlier. But maybe there's multiple people of you that just didn't the understand the pace of the songs i didn't agree with let's put it that way i didn't sure. agree with the pace yeah it's not for everybody that's okay um so disappointed i'm very disappointed i is I, this gonna be on your worst list or no not the worst see? like i said it was a polished movie it was it was visually stimulating mm-hmm. um i liked how they incorporated the the uh, animation and the and the CG with the mm-hmm. with the live action, I, I that much, I thought it was clever. I thought I thought they tried their best, okay. and they get an E for effort from me. Get an E for effort. E for effort. Okay. But the plot, the story was a big part of the reason why I didn't like it. The acting was fine. Okay, the acting was fine, although. Yeah, I just the plot to me was was very generic. It was very similar to the first one, mm-hmm. and as a result, 
I don't know. It's hard for me to give it a grade because on the one hand, I, it was a very polished movie. Like it was done very well. But you have your own personal feelings about it. But I have my own personal feelings. So go ahead and just give me something. If you want to F it, then F it. No, I'm not going to F it. I just, I mean, it was it better than Mortal Engines? Um, I'd say they're about the same, in my opinion. I give it about C plus, B minus. Okay. Simply because, and and I've discussed this with other people too. Like Mm -hmm. uh, other uh, other people in my job, you know, they expressed, I said I was going to see it. Um, We were going to see it. And mm-hmm. they said, "Oh, I don't want to see that. You know, you can't really, you can't really mess with classics." And, Absolutely, and there's that, a large portion of people that feel that and way. And that, and that, I fall into that category. Absolutely. So, for some people, original is always going to be the original. That certainly makes sense. And then you are certainly right that there are people that will share those sentiments. You and I are going to be opposites on this. Uh, like I kind of predicted, it's going to be an A minus film for me. The only reason why it's not necessarily an A, um, there were just some little quibbles here or there. Not necessarily quibbles, but not total perfection. Uh, but overall, it's an A minus for me. It's a film that I want to revisit at some point before it leaves. As theaters. I would, as I, and I'm not surprised by that because you you enjoy theater, you enjoy musicals. Yeah, it was as a musical. So, it was it was it I'm was uplifting. I, I Lin Manuel Miranda is incredibly incredibly talented. Love seeing him on screen. Um, so, yeah. I mean, this is a film that you're either going to really love because of what it is and what it represents, or you're going to hate it because it's not the original. Well, you're going to be kind of in between. You know, who knows? But that's our thoughts on Mary Poppins Returns. The next film I think you and I might be a little bit more on the same boat on yep. is, of course, the big DC release of the year. Aquaman, Jason Momoa, stars as the, the title character. Overall thoughts, Joe, what do you got? You and I discussed this privately, but... No, we really didn't. We well, didn't? We did a little I, bit. I saved, I saved my comments. All right, uh, let's hear it then. I, I thought it was a great movie. I okay. enjoyed I enjoyed everything about it. Um, awesome. Unfortunately, though, um, the one thing that I will have to say, and this, this is just an overall critique of you know, how things are going in Hollywood is that we are getting very similar type movies Mm -hmm. that are getting a lot of views. There are a lot of the comic book movies. Um, I, that's the only reason that that's the only thing I can nitpick as to why I didn't give this movie a solid a, but there were many aspects of the movie I enjoyed. Um, I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed the acting. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the villain, the villain to me again. The story wasn't very original. You're talking about uh, Black Just, Mantis or Orm, King Orm, uh, Patrick Patrick Wilson. Patrick okay. Wilson. Orm, yeah. Patrick Wilson wasn't very okay. He wasn't very believable. I mean, I can't really picture. It wasn't him. your villain? No, he wasn't like a sinister guy that I was afraid of and that I was worried about. Okay. Um. Um, but I liked the fact that it was an or- origin story. I always kind of have a soft spot for origin stories. Okay. Just because they kind of teach me something that I don't really know. And not um, seeing Justice League for you didn't matter. Not right? seeing Justice League made no difference. Um, you just walked in. You were I fine. walked in. I knew nothing. You knew everything that was happening. You were all good, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't just throw. I mean, yeah, I liked they, that. They they did kind of throw you into the story really quickly. Like it wasn't one. Mm-hmm. Like if I had showed up fifteen minutes late to this movie, I would have missed a lot. Sure. Um, but I thought it was extremely well done. Very polished film. Visually 
stimulating also like Mary Poppins. Mm. But I thought the plot was so much better. Um, even if it's even if they're starting to get a little bit similar in style as to the other Marvel films that we've seen. And, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see how I feel about Captain Marvel when we see it. We'll see how different that story is going to be. Mm-hmm. But I always know what's going to happen. And this is a spoiler review, so I'm going to tell you what of happens. Of course. Obviously, Jason Momoa doesn't die. Obviously, Jason Momoa takes the throne and wins it back. And we all knew King that was, of Atlantis. King of Atlantis. We knew that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I kind of suspected his mom wasn't dead. Um, sure. That was I a mean, nice little... I mean, like I said, it, ha- it, ha- it, 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 it was... It had... And then who, who, was the other, who was the other actor that was in it? I can't remember his name. He was in... Um, Which one? The, 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 the advisor. Uh, Willem Dafoe? Willem Dafoe. I like Willem Dafoe. Yeah, he was cool. Um, he was good. Kind of a mentor. Type yeah, of the role. mentor. Yeah, Willem Dafoe. I just yeah. can't remember his name. Um, overall, I mean, I, I, it was a long movie. I'll give it that. That's mm-hmm. the reason why I might dock it some points or I might might not be as high on it as some other films. Sure. Um, but I thought the plot and the characters, it was very well done. It was it – was, I didn't know what to expect at all, mm-hmm. you know, and considering the abysmal movie that was Batman versus Superman, that was the last and um, Justice League. Just, no, not Justice League because I didn't see Justice League. Okay. Suicide Squad. Sure. Both of those movies were DC movies and they were absolutely abysmal in my opinion. Mm-hmm. This was a good step in the right direction. We were talking we'll to that in a minute. We were talking. Sure. We were talking about in previous episodes about how. Um, this needed to be how important, how important this, how, how important this film was going to be. And I thought this was a, certainly a good step in the right direction. Absolutely. Um, but again, it's a similar type plot to all the Marvel movies. I mean, this isn't anything revolutionary. This isn't anything ultra creative. I mm-hmm. mean, we're talking about m- comic book adaptations they're definitely in the age of comic books yes and i mean for better or worse i mean it is what it is there's a movie that's coming out in january that i'm extremely excited for that's a very original film glass which is a sequel though so you won't see it is it it is a sequel but it's but it's an original see it though because it's a sequel uh mary poppins returns is an original sequel anyways You've talked long enough. We'll get back to your thoughts in a minute. You've I have some more. Long enough. I have some more follow-up questions for you in okay. a second. Um, I'll give my little two cents, though. As I mentioned this before to you privately, I, I I feel like I've been waiting for an Aquaman film since I was ten years old. Besides Batman, this is probably my favorite DC character. Having read the comics, did it live up to every single expectation I had, and I loved it every single minute of it? No, but I was beyond happy that I was there that I was witnessing it, that I was seeing it, that I was seeing it unfold in front of me. It was great because there was a point in time where, like you mentioned, the superhero fad where the only superheroes we were getting on screen was Batman and Superman. We weren't getting we weren't getting much else, and there was not really a thought of an Aquaman film. I liked how they did the underwater stuff. Yeah. It looked natural. It was very cool. It wasn't just like, hey, we're underwater, so now yeah. we talk, and there's random bubbles and just – it was just natural. It was it was very cool. It was very well done. super CGI. Yeah, it was CGI heavy, which yes. it has to be because it's underwater. Yeah, it was a lot of movie, but it was polished. Sure, it, was it, it looked it looked very nice. Yes. James Wan is a very yeah, visually was, visually stunning director. Not ever, not all the choices I like in all of his films, but visually he paints a beautiful picture on it does. screen. It does. 
you can make arguments about the plot or things like that, but visually, it's very stunning. Yeah, especially the fights. You know, the kind of the big sea urchins and the sea creatures. It did get yeah. it did get redundant a little bit because there were so many of them. I thought it was more cool the battle scenes between the two characters when they sure. had the when they had the tridents. I thought that yeah, was that's cool. cool. That's a very cool. Scene. Reminded me of Troy a little bit. Yeah, that makes sense. That's a good. That's a good reference. That's a nice throwback reference right there. Um, I will say that it's a big film. Yeah, um, you mentioned, and this they to me, yeah. they tried to incorporate. Yeah, they they incorporated too much. I think for one film. It's again like a two and a half hour film. They could have pared it down, made it a little bit more about his origin into becoming king, the king of Atlantis. Instead of Black Mantis. Yeah, Black yeah. Mantis is is Aquaman's main villain. And I feel like they just kind of shoved him in there. Now they did set up a stinger for Black Mantis in the future to be a little bit more of a character. I would have liked Black Mantis just to have been Not his, in the movie. Yeah, his own separate villain. His own separate, not just, hey, because it, it felt, to me, it felt like it cheapened him as the villain that he's just working for King Orm and he's just a pirate, or the Prince Orm, because yeah, he yeah. was hired by Orm. Yeah. So it, it for me, that that's my only kind of major quibble, is like Black Mantis is such a one. It's like his, it's his Lex Luthor, basically. It's his Joker. Black Mantis is that important to the mythos of Aquaman, and they just kind of tossed him in there as kind of a side villain. To me, I didn't like that, but maybe it'll pay off in the future. Who knows? Overall, I liked it. Are you interested in seeing another Aquaman film or more of this? More Jason Momoa? Yeah. Sure. You had a good time? Yeah, I did. I, 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 the movie did not leave a bad taste in my mouth. I felt, I felt satisfied. I felt... So that was the last film you saw, right? That was the last so film. You feel and good we, about and we just it. saw that yesterday. Good. So. You know, but yeah, I I don't know that I would see it again in the theater. That's okay. Um, but They're different Aquaman films are different. Yeah, films. of course. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm I'm not a fan of the stingers. I'm not sure. a fan of waiting halfway through the credits just to get an extra bonus scene. And I mean, I know it was coming, so I had uh, to wait. For I it. know that's why. I, as soon as you don't get up out of your seat, then I know I'm just. But I have to get up and walk around. I get it. It was a long movie. It was yeah. it was two and a half hours. So we talked about this a little bit before. The future of DC and how important this film was. So what is the well, to DC? So what is what is the future of DC? Just cookie cutter doing, well, that, doing what Marvel did because that's what this was. That's my that's kind of my next follow up question yeah. is this film had I think one line as a reference to Steppenwolf, which happened in Justice League. Everything else in the entire film was completely just on this film. Do you feel it's better if DC goes forward with their properties? And just has solo films based on their characters. They don't have to do oh, a team. You mean like having a conglomerate? Yeah, like, they don't. They don't like have to have DC some. Universe. They don't have to have some big shared MCU. universe. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I like where they're all connected. No, yeah. just do the solo film. Yeah, I think do the solo film. I think that would do one, your own thing. It would do differentiate you from Marvel, yes. which is your biggest competition, who's crushing you. But also, it would just it makes. You don't have to just kind of force feed ideas or force feed into it. Like, there are lots of things about Man of Steel that I liked. There are lots of things about Batman v Superman that I liked. But a lot of that stuff was just force fed into a larger story. Like, I liked how Wonder Woman was very much Man a... Man of Steel didn't force feed anything. And there's a lot of references into it. I liked how Wonder Woman was very much a solo film based on her character and her origin, her idea. I liked that Wonder Woman 1981... Is gonna just focus on Wonder Woman. I thought it was eighty four. Eighty four, possibly. You're right. 
Um, I like the fact that they're making a Joker film. And that Joker film is just going to be based on the Joker. There's not going to be references to other characters. I like Matt Reeves kind of taking over Batman and doing his own separate thing. Um, you're good with that? Or you want to, you feel like a shared universe is the way to go? No, I mean... I'm hoping they go, just go back to the solo I mean, films. Yeah, I mean, in terms of, if, if the specific question is, what should DC do? Yes, I would, it's, it is refreshing to see a film that doesn't have a dozen or so references to other characters, that is just a standalone, that if that you can go into it knowing nothing and not feel like you're missing anything. Um, but at the same time, it is kind of the similar type storylines that we've already seen before. Sure. But I was glad there wasn't a lot of references. Um, With origin stories, you'll get a lot of overlap to a certain extent. I feel like that's just my opinion. Oh, you mean like the cookie cutter storyline? Like, yeah, I mean, you gotta kind of, you know, introduce the character. You gotta train yeah, the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's yeah. the character's love interest. Yes. Here's yes. where, oh, they got separated from his parent or his yeah, mom for some yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah. This is his motivation. Yeah. You know, I don't want to do this, but so and so is my supporting character, so he, he or she kind of guides me into the next evolution. Yeah. I get that. I understand that. Um, is this the best. DC film you've seen pre pre everything just the current DC state. Do you like Man of Steel better or Wonder Woman better? Um, because I know you're a big fan of Man of Steel. I'm not like in love with the movie. I just said you're a fan of it. Okay. Um, I'm I liked Wonder Woman better than Man of Steel. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and I like Wonder Woman better than Aquaman, but it's it's close. Okay. Um. I liked Man of Steel for many reasons. We don't have to go into it. But um, another reason I really enjoyed Aquaman. But yeah, in terms of your question, I do think Wonder Woman was in the post-Christopher Nolan films. Yeah, current current DC. Current DC, I'd say Wonder Woman is still the best. But it's it's close. Um, So you like Aquaman that much. Aquaman is close second. Good, good. But Man of Steel still holds a special place. Sure, of course. Any any final thoughts on this film or um, on this film? I mean, I agree with everything you said um, in terms of the underwater. Well, give, me, scenes. give me an overall grade. Overall grade. I mean, overall grade. That's what we missed. I want to say it's either A minus or B plus. Okay, for me. Yeah, I'm gonna go same. I'm gonna go A minus again. Little quibbles here or there. But nothing that's going to... The gonna, length of the movie was pretty long. Sure. Nothing, nothing's going to deter me from seeing it again or buying it or having it having it hold a special place in my heart. I really, really hope that... Final thought. I really, really hope that this is the type of future that we're getting from DC. I'm we're, not excited for Shazam, though. Sure. I, 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 I'm not excited for I got you. You said that before. <laughs> um, so we'll see. Shazam is the next film on their docket. And then, of course, there is the Joker, Joker movie. Film. The Joker Phoenix. Yeah. Should be interesting to see that. So of those films, you're going to go Aquaman first. Then what would you rank second? Mary Poppins or Mortal Engines? Or it's all Do just I have kinda, to? You don't have to. That's uh, fine. That's okay. No, no. Um, you're good. Aquaman number one. 
Mary Poppins Returns and then Mortal Engines. Okay, that makes sense. A couple of films opening up uh, this week and on Christmas. We have Bumblebee opening up, out. which is open now. Yeah. It's gotten great reviews. I am a little worried, again, that it's just going to get swallowed up by the other films. Mary Poppins and Aquaman are very much crushing it at the box office. We have Vice that is officially opening on Christmas Day. It's drawn some very mixed reviews. You either really, really like it because you like Adam McKay and you like his choices, but there is some strong opposition. But that, of course, can be attributed to political political reasons and things like that. So if you're going to see the film, which I think Joe and I are both going to go... It's going to be – hopefully we go in with an open mind. I think we will. What else has Adam McKay done? Uh, the Big Short. Oh, yeah, yeah, The Big Short. And then, so, and then he did, obviously, Step Brothers. Ang- Angerman, Anchorman, Step Brothers, yeah, yeah, yeah. all That's the right. Will Ferrell stuff. Um, Holmes and Watson this, opens on this Christmas. Seems, this seems like a, the, another uh, 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 a similar type movie to The Big Short. And if it's, that, if it's like that, I'm really looking forward to it. Absolutely. I think we're both – I do want to see Holmes and Watson, though. I know you're yeah. kind of like uh, – I'll don't. see it. I'm, okay. I'm, I I got three movies a week. It I'm, would be funny. It's a, it, it would be a, a good counter-programming. As the only said. work I'm doing this week is this and, and soccer. So I got plenty of time to see movies. But and, you always say good counter-programming is good. Like Yeah, I, I – or kind of program. I haven't seen it's, any reviews. It's, it's a comedy in, in in the middle of Christmas. People like Will Ferrell. It yeah. should be funny. It should be a little, you know, edgier. You might get, you know, we'll see it. I, I'm hoping it's good. I'm, I certainly want to give it a chance. Yeah. Even if I'm not 100% sold on a trailer, certainly want to give a film a chance because the trailer doesn't really tell the whole story. But that's that episode. Uh, again, just a reminder... We have our final episode. It's going to be a bonus episode of the year. It's going to drop literally on December 31st. It's going to be released that morning. We are going to preview everything from 2019, from film, TV, books, theme parks, comics, anything that we feel is uh, something to look forward to in 2019. And then, of course, we'll review our 2018 year, which will have our worst films of the year. But it will also have the much-anticipated, much-debated top 10 films of the year for each of us. I'm sure it'll be very fun. I know Joe's working hard on his list right now. I see him every day kind of rewatching films and writing down notes and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, should be good. A couple days before Christmas. I hope you guys all have a Merry Christmas. Enjoy what you're doing. Go out, have some fun. Celebrate with your family and friends. Hopefully you guys got everything you wanted. Hopefully Santa... Hooks you guys up on Christmas Day. Anything else you want to say, Joe? Nope. I mean, you pretty much, I second everything you just said. Have a good holiday, and thank you guys all for listening. I know we have a bunch of new listeners, and we always appreciate the uh, support that we get. And, yeah, regar- you know, feel free to comment, like, subscribe. Great uh, review, review, all that stuff. Yeah. Yep. Great. Well, have a good holiday. We'll see you in a week. Yeah. Is it a week? I oh, more so. more than a week because it's hard to tell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, on, we're on vacation. We're going to be doing so. it probably Saturday night, so sure. it's a week away. Yeah. yeah. All right. Take care, everyone. All right. Bye.